0: studio today we have Roseanne and Sarah, both from Community Waikato, and we're just going to take this opportunity, one of our last shows of the year, just to look at some of our highlights, just recap uh, what's been happening out there. Also look at, for those that uh, may be looking for some support over the Christmas New Year period, where to go. And then we'll finish off with looking at one or two um, sort of different types of um, projects or some sort of key work that we'll be looking to work on in 2024. So welcome, Sarah. Yeah. Hi, Roseanne. So just looking at sort of some recaps or some highlights from the year just gone by. What's on... Top of your mind. Well, you know, you and I were just talking about it before, and I was thinking
1: um, one of them must be actually the popularity of this radio show. You, you've dragged me on, I think, four times this year, something like that. And uh, all our, all, all my colleagues end up um, taking a turn. But what have you thought about it?
0: Yeah, and just quickly on that, I must admit, Holly was going to be doing the show with me uh, today, but she's a little bit under the weather, not feeling too well, bit of a cold at this time of the year, which is a bit unfortunate. So yesterday I was uh, in our team meeting saying, OK, who's available to come and um, support <laughs> me today? So thank you, Sarah, for um, taking the time and knowing that today is your last day in the office. Um, so thank you very much for that. Um, so for me, recap, look, highlights look, probably the diversity of the groups that are actually coming to us looking for su- support, and especially across our ethnic communities. Um, we're doing some work at the moment with the Wakata Refugee Forum. Um, we've done some work with um, various different ethnic community groups, uh, the Islamic Women's Council, and, and sort of supporting them. And, yeah, it's been really refreshing uh, to sort of hear about all the cop that they're doing um, within their communities and looking at how we can support them, strengthen their capability to um, be able to uh, support uh, everyone within their communities. So that's been a highlight for me so far. So what about yourself? Yeah, well, thinking about those
1: ethnic communities, it's been a bit of an education for me this year in that there are so many more ethnicities in in Hamilton and around our region than I than I appreciated. I've found myself get a map, got a you know a world map out on Google every so often to to look up um, where somewhere is. Uh, I think for me, the difference has been this year has been getting back to face to face working with groups. Um, I I managed, you know, in COVID lockdowns with the whole online thing, and we've continued to do that. You know, you and I do uh, the odd workshop delivery online, and I still do have some meetings online. But my preference definitely is to still get out and and work face-to-face mm. with organisations, whether that's delivering workshop training or just having conversations over cups of tea and um, yeah, it's, I, I think that's been a highlight and I think it's been a reflection for me on what my personal sort of way of learning and and conveying information is. And so, so, for example, I find myself sitting here and you folks can't tell, but my arms are waving around, you know, and I'm incapable of, <laughs> you know, I can't seem to have a conversation without being able to, express more through smiles and hands and
0: gestures and
1: and i i can't do that so well online
0: <laughs> no at times we're sort of very very staid in our sort of whole demeanor aren't we when yes. we are online as if we've got to just remain very professional well and also people say to us don't
1: they oh you need to sort of s- sit in one position and try not to move your head too much
0: and for some of us that's really challenging <laughs> yeah I, I know that i find that myself it's yeah it 's definitely something that 's you know a bit of a, a learning along the way, and um, as you said before it's it sort of was a necessity yeah. we We all ended up over the last three years sort of upskilling ourselves along the way and look there 's some real advantages, especially for those people that travelling from afar uh, means they you know obviously don 't need to spend so much time in the car going to and from. And, you know, just being able to um, attend a webinar or a meeting online definitely has its benefits, but I know, especially from a facilitator perspective, it's, it is definitely a lot harder, and you just can't really draw that energy from the, from the audience as much, can you? Have,
1: have you found, though, as well, that online has started to replace phone calls? So, mm. you know, there's more often that we now actually, um, yeah, push push a especially on on Microsoft Teams even more than Zoom. We're we're more likely to actually push a button and and do a video call to somebody than then pick up the phone and um, I still get surprised when I'm sitting at my desk working and my computer goes, you know, in the same way you used to say, "Oh, you know, the phone's ringing." Now you've got this yep. sort of noise coming from your computer that you need to respond to. So, yeah, yes,
0: yeah, so I look definitely I'm, learnings. Yeah, they are indeed, and and I'm I'm exactly the same. I'm look right now. I'm using my hands yeah, as well. Funny. The audience, audience yeah, can't we're both uh, doing see it. yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely much prefer to have a conversation, especially if it's it's not just a quick one minute conversation. Yeah. much prefer to do the old video call um, with someone I know internally. We use it quite extensively now, and um, and definitely with some of um you know the groups that we're supporting. You know, if you're just wanting to have that one on one conversation with a board chair or, or the secretary or. You know the staff member of an organization um definitely much prefer the face to face rather than just the the phone call yeah
1: yeah, so for me probably um uh as I say a reflection, but also thinking forward to next year is that i I look forward to really resurrecting some of those long term relationships that I've got with with groups by by getting out there more and and um and sticking with the face to face
0: yeah. And look, just this morning we were just trying to finalise part of our uh, workshop calendar for next year and we were getting quite excited about a couple of little road trips that we're going to do next year. And uh, it's, it's just, I think, the whole you know, getting out there, going to the people yes. rather than asking them to come to us. And uh, and also just to see the environment that they're working in as well I think is really important for us to take it's, it's in.
1: Even, it's even styles though, isn't it, of delivery in that I still like to have a flip chart near me and be able to write up notes and do things straight away that then those people can you know look at and 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 also take in and I just don't have that skill on online yet to be able to run a whiteboard you know on one screen and <laughs> talk to people on the other and all this kind of stuff It's like oh Oh, look,
0: classic example of that was yesterday. You and I were meeting in the afternoon looking at uh, (laughs) formulating the content of a series of workshops that we're going to look at doing next year. And uh, all of a sudden, where's your whiteboard marker? And <laughs> off she goes to the whiteboard. And the next minute, the whiteboard's completely full uh, of all this information and tasks and notes. Um, but it's, it's great. So what's something that's saying? Like, you know, you can take the teacher out of this. No, what's it? you can take the girl out of teaching, but you can't take the teaching out of the girl. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. All I know is that I didn't like your red pen and I went looking for a blue one. I know <laughs> I had to I had to go and get another whiteboard marker for her. She didn't like the red one. How's that? All right. Well, look. I think uh, on that note, we're just going to take a little uh, music break and uh, listen to a little bit of uh, hopefully Sheena Easton. Morning Train, nine to five. <laughs> Welcome back to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. Just been listening to a little bit of Sheena Easton, Morning Train 9 to 5. Uh, you probably can tell by now, if you're a regular listener, that we uh, quite like our 80s music um, to, to rock us along uh, throughout the <laughs> I wonder the if that's day. something to do with our age group, Roseanne. Oh, of mm. course not. We must have been very, very young when we first started oh, listening to explain. music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, we thought we'd now just have a little bit of a chat about some of those organisations, you know, those uh, volunteer organisations that are supporting all of our communities out there and are still busily working right up until nearly Christmas day and uh, obviously some of them hopefully are going to take a little bit of a break um, over the Christmas period so we're just going to have a, a little bit of a chat about that at the moment Sarah yeah I think uh, we've just been thinking about the
1: the organizations and particularly that have been in the CHI space this year you know we know that there have been more people that have been looking for uh, support around um, food and uh, we have a Information in front of us about the different organizations that are still operating over christmas and and those that are taking a break and we realize really that there are many around the region who have been um, bringing in volunteers to put together Kai packs uh, food parcels operating pātaka kai um, uh, doing uh, food stores that have been outside community houses, all of that. Anyway, we've we've done a, a bit of research and really established that a lot of those groups are taking a break over the Christmas. And when you talk to the the people organising those, it's really because the volunteers have just been fantastic over the year and really need to take a break themselves. Um, and so you and I decided this morning, Roseanne, it was too hard to try to go through the list and, and give out specific information about what is still available over the over the Christmas period. But we thought two key things, really. One is that there are pātaka kai still around the the regions, whether it's the city of Hamilton or, or further further around. Look out for pātaka kai. They tend to be... Um, in some cases it 's an old fridge or or someone 's built a you know what looks like a bookcase or any kind of of protection of food really and it 's an opportunity for uh, people to actually put in their food spare food that they 've got, and for others to go and grab what they what they need um, Already my household has had a conversation about the fact that our courgettes are turning into marrows straight away and so we'll be sharing a couple of those with a pātaka kai near us and it's just something for people to think about. But we also have this wonderful organisation called Here to Help You. Here to Help You was set up uh, originally when COVID first came along and knocked on our doors and they really are, if you like, a, a broker service um uh, uh service where you can anyone can ring them and ask information on where that you can help get help from, and the most common reason people ring is around food and Kai, so I did want to give out that um number very much uh, so it's o eight hundred five six eight two seven three. Now those, the the staff who are there to answer that phone, they're actually taking the the stat days off. So that's 25th and 26th of December and the 1st and 2nd of January. But outside of that, they're still there. They're still literally on the end of the phone and we'll be able to give um, information on where people can get the support that they might be looking for.
0: Yeah. And obviously um, a a great example of organisations that are still working through the Christmas New Year period, even if they're having a well-deserved couple of days off over those um, stat days. Um, So it's good to hear that um, that support network is still out there for those that are in need.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, neighbourhoods are still there. And and I think sometimes we need to acknowledge that um, you don't have to get your support from our organised uh, community community groups, um, yeah, have a look around your general neighbourhood and that's why I say I think um, most neighbourhoods have got a pataka kai set up somewhere
0: somewhere. Um yeah, yeah, and with all my travels around uh, the Wakata region, it's it's really amazed me where some little patikakai's yeah. pop up. You know, you're driving along a, a rural road. Um, you know, our of Way, I know, for instance. You know, and oh, there's a patikakai right yeah. there. You know, it's you know obviously you know communities looking after their community. And and I love that that they're all sort of different
1: shapes and sizes. You know, some can actually really be be quite small, um, and and others are are quite large um, there's you know there's one in, in Matamata
0: Matter Matter that's yeah basically a fridge kind of thing so yeah a real a real mixture. So a good message out there for um, our audience you know where maybe you've been very industrious and um, started to grow some vegetables uh, this year and like Sarah just used as an example her courgettes are starting to look like marrows <laughs> And look, I've had that happen to me before too. And there's only so many courgette pies yes. and courgette muffins fritters. Fritters and fritters we're doing. Yeah. that one can make over, <laughs> over a period of time, that's for sure. So look, you know, if you do find yourself in that position, maybe it's an opportunity to see if you can find a little pata kakai in, in your community, wherever you may be, and be able to provide some of your um, produce out of the garden so it doesn't actually go to waste. Yeah, I think that it would be
1: that would be great. Just yeah, it's a typical example of caring for for your community, and it's not a difficult one.
0: Yeah, no, look, I think it's it's a great way to look at it, you know. And in time of need, quite often that's when our communities. Do come together, and I know you know during the whole lockdown period, we we did see that actually there was yeah. some amazing um, sort of uh Tanga going on around um, our communities, and especially looking after you more vulnerable and in particular our older um, you know sort of people within our communities. So.
1: so so let me give you the the here to help you um, number again. So as I say, wonderful people answering the phone, and and they want to help you. Uh, so that number is oh eight hundred. Five six eight two seven three.
0: 273 uh, here to help you Hey, thank you for that Sarah So we're just going to take another little music break uh, before we finish off our session today and we're going to listen to a little bit of uh, Mike Oldfield and Moonlight Shadow and I must admit last night I was looking at, I went out to Temple View to look at the amazing Christmas lights out there and, um, it was a beautiful night, starry, and there was a lovely half moon out there. Um, so yeah, it was still really starting to, to feel a little bit like Christmas out there. back to connect with community wakato on free fm 89.0 you've got Roseanne and sarah from community wakato in the studio so sarah just before we do finish up for um today we just thought we'd talk a little bit about maybe a couple of um, things that are coming up in 2024 that we're looking forward to or sort of looking to have some focus around so what's what's top of your agenda moving office if only
1: we knew we were we were moving too it's been funny in our office the last few weeks um, we're leaving our current offices um, which are in victoria street we've been there I think it's fourteen years roseanne it's you know, it's they've been there longer than you and I have been connected with the organization um, We have a lot of stuff uh, so anyway, the last few weeks um, we're all taking time out to. Sort of open our cupboards and see what what we 've got in them, uh, and when Roseanne and I left our offices this morning, two of our colleagues are are in there. Do we say filing paperwork or
0: moving around
1: they had they had sort of piles of um uh, destroy, recycle, and uh, keep. It was quite interesting. So yeah, that I think that's going to be a big thing for Community Waikato um, next year to to find a new home, and we're very mindful that um, we will be continuing our our workshops and things that we provide for groups, and so um, finding a space that's going to have have. That space, um, or you may see when you go looking at our training opportunities on our website that will be at a, a venue that's, you know, not specifically community Waikato. Maybe it's a community house or a church, something like that. But um, it won't it won't slow down what what we do, uh, but it's definitely going to add an extra flavour to uh,
0: what we're doing next year. It sure would. So it's definitely going to be a watch the space as to where our home base is going to be from April next year onwards. I even found, I opened my um, wardrobe
1: door in my office this week uh, and found that I had um, five garden stakes, you know, really long garden stakes. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a very nice long piece of rope, uh, and uh, a bag of tennis balls, and I had to remind myself why. <laughs> why have I got these things? I haven't used any of them for a while, and then I remembered that I used to run team building workshops, and so they were all part of you know those activities that you do for icebreakers and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Right, and so now you've obviously got to find somewhere to put them. Actually, Uh, the the garden stakes are going home to the garden, I thought. Right, Might be quite good.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, most definitely. And uh, maybe the tennis balls and the rope will (laughs) stay in the car, or you might find a a local school or someone that you might want to donate some tennis balls to. Yeah. Well, time's going so fast. We've only got just over a minute to go. Um, what, there was one more highlight I think you were thinking of or something else that you're looking at uh, as exciting opportunity next year. I, I suppose for me
1: um, personally, uh, as you know, I'm on a, on a trust, Brain tumour Support. Um, we've been supported by uh, this Free FM audience with our brainy beanies and all sorts of different things we've done through the year. Anyway, our great news is we've just appointed a new CE. Um, Sarah Varen And um, She's going to Join us uh, This year And I I look forward To just working Alongside her And being able To match my You know Personal Personal um, ambitions with Brain Tumor Support with the work at Community
0: Waikato. It's exciting. Mm. It is exciting. Yeah, so great opportunity for Brain Tumor Support Trust, and she's going to be based, I think, in Ham- around Hamilton yeah. somewhere like that. Incredible. Yeah. So yeah. A, you know, nationwide organisation, uh, no, um, na-
1: advertised advertised nationally, and ended up with someone in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, oh
0: wow! Incredible. A- always amazing people in the uh, across the whole Waikato region. Uh, of course. Yeah. Great assets. That's for sure. Alright, right look we're running out of time now so look we'd like to just yeah um wish all our audience a a merry christmas and prosperous um year in 2024 and uh, thank you for listening to us so you've been listening to connect with community Waikato on free fm 89.0